People think it's just about the money. It's not. Just like going on other podcasts is not just about being on that podcast. It's not just about getting people to come to your show. There's so many different layers to everything. Hey, podcast people, welcome to Podcast Growth University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. Over the last five years and thousand episodes that I have been on, I have learned a lot about podcasting, what to do, what not to do, and the common mistakes that people, including myself, have made. This weekly podcast is focused on helping you grow, scale, and monetize your show. Every single episode will be focused on that. Let's do it. Podcast Growth Nation, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Growth University, where we talk all things podcasting all the time, every single week. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. One thing you need to hear about comparison. Comparison? Comparison? I cannot speak today. Today for episode number 88, a common mistake I see when it's time to make money. I know not everybody is starting a podcast from the place of making money. So I just want to start with that. If if you don't want to make money with your show, that's totally fine. If you're doing it because you just want to have an impact and you love podcasting and it's fun, awesome. I love that. I'm all about that. It's amazing. I was somebody who was very, very miserable at my real job, suicidal. I was having suicidal ideations. And I did an interview with Alan. I was on Alan's YouTube channel. Alan's the co-host now of Next Level University, my business partner. And at the end of it, I said, imagine if you could do that for a living. For me, for a living meant I had to make money doing it. I am somebody who is extremely impact-driven. I love podcasting because I get the opportunity to impact so many people all around the world. That's one of the, the best parts of it. I definitely wouldn't have done it for as long as I have if I didn't care about that. But I do understand that a lot of people they want to take something that they love at such a deep level that doesn't really feel like quote unquote work and they want to learn how to make money. So I I don't know. I don't know if I do more episodes about money or less episodes about money than maybe other podcasts about podcasts, but it's one one of the things I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping people take a podcast and then turn it ultimately into a into a real business, not something that is going to be dependent on somebody paying you for ads or sponsorships like really putting the power in your hands. So just a little disclaimer before we start today's episode. Okay. I was on the Zoom machine with a client last week, and this client is a very, very, very well-studied and intellectual doctor of psychology. And she is amazing. She's awesome. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And she has a pretty successful podcast. Every month, she's getting more listens. She's growing, she's growing, she's growing. So I would say definitely in the top percentage of podcasts, she's, she's doing a really, really good job. But oftentimes when we meet, I say, how's the business going? AKA, how are you doing in terms of making money behind the scenes from all the opportunities you have? And there's a common mistake that she's making that I see so very often, and I'm not sure where it comes from. We can chat about that. but. The common mistake that I'm seeing is it's having way too many things. It's having 10 ways to make money inside of your business when you don't really even have enough people to fill out one way yet. Now, she's in a different boat because she has enough people to fill out one thing, 
but it's almost like she's trying. She just has too many options. I love the Cheesecake Factory. Huge fan. The Cheesecake Factory. I don't know if it's international. It's a really nice restaurant that has a bunch of cheesecake, but they also have really good breakfast and brunch and, and dinner. It's it's really good, but their menu is massive. I can imagine there are probably people out there that do not want to go to the Cheesecake Factory because the menu is too big. There's too many options. I also love In-N-Out Burger. I live on the East Coast, so I don't get to get it often, but I'm pretty sure In-N-Out Burger has like 15 things you can choose from. That Maybe not even that many. They have the same thing. You can get this, 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 and this. Their menu is very limited, but that's good because you it's easier for you to make a choice. I've just seen this very often where somebody will try something and they'll do it for a month or they'll do it for six months and they'll do it for a year and then they won't get any results with it and then they'll try something else and they won't get any results with it and then they're convinced it's because of the thing when in reality it's just the fundamental deeper understanding of you just don't have enough demand yet. This is why I'm big on starting with one-on-one coaching if you are somebody who is able to do that with your podcast topic. Let me ask you this question. Do you think it would be easier to sell a $97 one-hour coaching session or a $47 online course? Many people will say, well, the $47 online course, that it's cheaper. It's also less valuable, though. Because it's recorded and I can't ask you any questions. Yes, it's cheaper. Yes, it's more scalable, aka it doesn't take your time. You do it once and then it lives there forever. But it's also less valuable. It just is. That's the way it works. This podcast is not as valuable as a one on one call with me because I'm, I can't get super specific. I don't really know where you're at. There's just too many things that go into it. It doesn't mean it's not valuable. But it does mean that the thing at the bottom of the business, the last place you can go with me, the deepest place you can go with a business with me should be the most valuable. So this is the common thing that I see. Somebody will say, I don't want to do coaching. Okay. I want to do courses or I want to do group coaching or I want to do this or I want to do this. I want to do this. And I say, all right, well, It's important to understand that if you charge $97 an hour for coaching or $47 an hour for coaching in the beginning like I did, if you have 10 clients a week, you're going to make $500 a week. If you have a $47 course, you have to sell 10 of those a week. It's a lot easier to sell one-on-one coaching than it is courses, depending on what your pricing is. So this is the common thing that I see where people don't want to, they don't want to make money in the most valuable way to the listener. They want to make money in the easiest way to them. I'm not saying that's wrong. I do think it's challenging in the beginning though. At some point, I'll have a podcast course, most definitely. Right now, it's just not the best. It's not the best for me because I can take on more one-on-one clients. It's getting to the point where that's becoming more challenging. but. We also have the podcast production side of things. So that's a little bit different too, where I don't coach everybody. So we have another, that's another revenue source for lack of better phrasing. Don't spread out your monetization too much in the beginning. When you have the demand, 
Sure. When you have people knocking down your door and you have 10 people who want to pay you $100 an hour and you say, I, don't, I can't take any more than 10, okay, cool. Maybe it's time for a course. Maybe it's time for group coaching, whatever it may be. But in the very beginning, when you are trying to monetize and make a meaningful amount of money, whatever that means to you. Now, again, maybe you just want to cover expenses and you get a sponsorship and they pay 100 bucks a month. Okay, that's, that's different. That's a different conversation. But if at some point you want your podcast to turn into a business where you can do it full time, I would go directly to the thing that is most valuable first. Now, I'm not saying that's the only thing you promote. I still subscribe to having social media be the top of your business, the podcast go under it, some sort of group, some sort of freebie, and then some sort of paid option. I still think that's the way to set the business model up. But I think the paid option should be the most valuable for your audience, not the easiest one for you. In the beginning, yeah, Amazon is crushing it right now, but in the beginning, they weren't doing things the way they are today. They didn't have the demand. Yeah, restaurants, some restaurants can say, we're only going to be open from 12 to 5. But for some people, that's a terrible idea because they don't have enough demand to fill those seats in, in five hours for those five hours. The supply and demand thing is very, very important to understand. And it's probably something I never learned in high school and I didn't go to college. I don't know. I'm, I'm, if you did finance, I'm sure you learned it. Or if you did economy, like economics, you probably learned it. But it's very, it's very telling for this. I mean, this is a super important concept. It doesn't matter if you have the best product or the best service or the best coaching or the best course if you don't have enough people that are interested in it. And that's why I'm so big on the one-on-one aspect of things because worst case scenario, you work with someone. Let's say you work with someone for a year, one-on-one. They're your client for a year. They pay you $50 a week. You meet twice a month. You make $100 a month off of working with this person. That's, your, that's how much you make. And they, they come to you and say, hey, I, I don't think this is for me anymore. I can't afford it. Okay, cool. Eventually, you have a course, and when people say that, you say, okay, I understand right now finance is kind of a bit of a struggle. I have this course that might benefit you. It's only 27 bucks, and it's X amount of modules. That's a good place for that person to go. Because in a way, and again, this is a dangerous game, in a way, they're almost okay with less value because they want to pay less money where I think a lot of people switch it from the beginning and say, well, I don't want to do one-on-one coaching. That's going to take up a lot of my time. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's going to take up a lot of your time. But when you're working on somebody behind the scenes, or you're working with somebody, you're not working on somebody. When you're working with somebody behind the scenes, it allows you to get to know your audience at a deeper level. It allows you to build a real relationship. Our next level you team, 80% of our team, the people that we work with every single day, and they're on this mission, on this journey with us, they came from the podcast community. Most of them were one-on-one clients. The majority of them, the majority of that 80% were one-on-one clients. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast and he said, you've got to use Kevin, he's fantastic. He's the best around, he'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting, 
other than maybe saying a few things. But as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything, I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him and he is a true pro and easy to work with, any of those ends of the spectrum, you're gonna have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me, thanks. It's not just about the money you make. That is really the, the common mistake. People think it's just about the money. It's not. Just like going on other podcasts is not just about being on that podcast. It's not just about getting people to come to your show. There's so many different layers to everything. So I started out with the story of this, this young lady we're working with, and the mistake she's making is a little bit different. She has too many offers, and they just don't connect the way that they should. That's a deeper conversation. The majority of the mistakes I see being made appropriate for this episode is there's just too many things. There's too many offers and none of them are as valuable as the offer you should be doing. They come from a place of this will take me the least amount of time, not this is what's best for the audience, this is what's best for my clients, this is what's best for value. And really think about, think about the difference in a restaurant. A re one restaurant that tries to make it as fast and efficient as possible, McDonald's, and a restaurant like In-N-Out Burger, where you, you, there's going to be a line around the block, most likely, but their customer service is world-class. They pay their employees more, I believe. I'm 99% sure they pay their employees more. And they have higher quality food. It's not about them. It's about you. It's about your experience. It's about the value that they can bring to you. That's such a, it's such an important understanding. And the reason, circling back, the reason that I think this is something that happens so often is when you start a podcast and you have the goal of making money and turning it into a business or turning it into your full-time job or a side hustle or just extra money, if you haven't studied business before, you're pretty much starting a business with no business experience, just like I did. I had no idea in the beginning. I had no clue. I didn't know any of this. I knew I liked to podcast, and I knew I'd like to find a way to make money podcasting, and those were kind of the starting points for me. I definitely was fell victim to this in the beginning, so I'm not shaming. There's no shame for this. This, this makes total sense why this would happen. But in the beginning of a business, you're kind of putting in the hard yards where you're doing stuff that's just not sustainable. Maybe you're doing stuff you don't enjoy that much, but the ultimate goal is to build up enough connection with your audience. The ultimate goal is to build up enough momentum, enough understanding, and eventually enough demand. We have done 13 rounds of group coaching, 13 rounds of 10 people. So 130 people have been through our group coaching. We would not be able to do that if we didn't have the demand. We couldn't have done that in year one. We couldn't have done that in year two. We probably couldn't have done that in year three. Because between Alan and I, we might have only had 10 clients, 15 clients, 20 clients. But those clients were working with us because of the value. They were working with us because they wanted 
to work one-on-one with us. Maybe group coaching wasn't an option that they wanted. Yeah, it's an option maybe we wanted. We didn't, really. We didn't think about it until later. At least I didn't think about it. I'm sure Alan had it in his mind. But it wasn't what was best for the audience. I think that's just an important thing to understand when it comes to not just the podcast, but the business. If you're thinking of your offers and thinking of your pricing and thinking of the way you do things based on you and your goals and your desires, I'm telling you, it's a potentially dangerous game. It's just, it's potentially dangerous. I did a podcast breakthrough session. Shout out to Rick and Fatih, two of our new clients. And when I told them how much it was, I said, for what you're looking at, it's this and this and this, it's $497 a month. We're going to do all this. We'll do all this. And he said, I'm, I think he said, I'm surprised or I'm glad or I'm grateful or I'm relieved when I saw your pricing. For me, it's not about making $20,000 off of each client. It's not about that. For me, it's about making it sustainable so the client can actually do it and then spend more time building their business. It's not about me. That, that amount of money is, was not how much do I want to make. It was what could we do to create something that's affordable enough for people to use, but it's not going to break the bank. It's got to be a win-win-win. A win for us, a win for them, and a win for everybody. And that's, that's what we aspire to do. So just be careful if you're, if you're doing it the other way. I'm not saying you can't win that way. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having that mindset. I just think it's potentially setting you up for failure. The people that I have seen not make money from their podcast are usually the people who I connect with them and they say, I have these five ideas. I'm going to do this and 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 I'm going to do this. And I'll say, honestly, I don't think you're going to make money with any of those things. Here's how I think you would make money. This way, this one way. Let's just focus on this. And either the answer I get back is, I don't want to do that. I don't want to trade my time for money. I don't want to, I don't want to learn about sales. I don't want to send messages. I don't want to be on social media. Usually those podcasts ends up, end up dying, unfortunately. Unfortunately, because I think a lot of what we hear about podcast success and podcast growth just isn't, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying it's lies. But I do think people forget how they got to where they are at times, for sure. I have people ask me questions about how'd you grow? And when I look back, it's like, I don't, I mean, yeah, I can give you a list of like 50 things. But I have to consciously try to make sure I remember that. Because what works in 2024 is drastically different than what worked in 2017. And that's seven years. That's a long time. Podcasting has changed a ton in the last seven years. It's changed a ton in the last six months. And it's always going to. It's always evolving. It's always changing. So that's it. My, my lesson for this, for lack of better phrasing, I'll have to come up with something. We have Next Level Nugget for Next Level University. I'll have to my growth nugget? I don't know. I'll think of something. It would be, don't go into it with the mindset of I'm going to do what's best for me. Go into it with the mindset of I'm going to do what's best for my audience. And I'm willing to bet you'll get better results that way. There's a, a saying I've heard before. It's over, it's under promise and over deliver. Under promise and over deliver. 
I like promise and over-deliver. And I think that's really what we're talking about here today. Anything else I want to add? We did an episode a while ago on, I think it was just keeping it simple. Just keep things simple. This is another important one. Don't overcomplicate in the beginning. You don't have to have a membership site and an email sequence that does all this stuff. You don't need that in the beginning. You need to be having one-on-one conversations with your audience. And that's why, again, I, I always talk about the Facebook group and all that stuff. The, the opportunity to connect with your audience is always so valuable. It's always so valuable, even though it takes a lot of time. Sometimes it's a pain in the butt. You know, it, it is what it is. That's kind of what it takes in the beginning. So I also realize it's not sexy. You're, I don't know if you'll ever get an episode out of me that says, you know, the number one way to make money today. The number one way to make money today would probably be sell something. Like sell, sell something. What do, you, what do you have that you can sell? But the number one m- way to make money with your podcast today is to do something that will make you money with your podcast five years from today. And that's just the, I like to think of it as an empowering truth, but I understand it might be an unfortunate truth, or at least my perception of truth. As always, if you would like to hop on a podcast breakthrough session, I would love to do it. There's been a bunch of people that have come from Podcast Growth U. So shout out to all of you. I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve. I will have my link in the show notes as always. Maybe it's talking about artwork. Maybe it's talking about how to ask more powerful questions from guests, whatever it may be. I'm happy to see if I can add value on that. And as always, it is free. Next week for episode number 89, I know there are some people freaking out because their listens went down drastically over the last maybe three months. Maybe it happened this week. Maybe it happened yesterday. So next week for episode number 89, did the Apple update affect your listens? It's very challenging. You never know what's going on behind the scenes with Apple and Spotify and all these other platforms. Sometimes they make changes that affect us all. Sometimes they make changes that affect a few of us. So we're going to talk about that next week. As always, I appreciate you all very, very, very much. I hope the podcasting is going strong. I hope you are confident. I hope your friends, family, and loved ones are supporting you. And I hope your listeners are self-identifying, coming out and saying, I listen to your show. I love it. And I told 10 of my friends about it. That is what I hope. I'm going to drop my pen. That is what I hope for each and every one of you. Until next week, keep on crushing it. Keep on podcasting. And we will see you then. Thank you for listening to another episode of Podcast Growth University. If you found value in this episode, please take a couple of seconds and leave a review in the link below. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at NeverQuitKid. I am happy to answer any and all questions you have. We'll talk to you on the next episode.